Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app.
Well, welcome to the first March episode of Look at My Records. Really excited. This is the third and final episode previewing the upcoming New Colossus Festival, which we're all very, very excited about bringing a festival back to the Lower East Side of Manhattan. And we kicked off the show with a new single from the band Yes, spelled Y-A-A-Triple-S. It's called Full Moon Junkies. And they're playing on Wednesday, the new Colossus kickoff party, along with today's guest, Henry Flower. Real name David. Yes. Right? Well, it's another name. Yeah. Many names. You seem like a guy that goes by many names. Yeah. Which I'm into. I'm totally into that. Yeah. When your name's David, you you fall into a lot of um, nicknames. So when did this... I guess, name come about Henry Flower as a music project? What are the origins of this recent project? Uh, I had a band in college called Sidewalk Dave, which was another nickname. And then it um, fell apart. I moved to moved to Brooklyn and started this like electronic project and ended up like touring Europe and Africa and going all over the place oh, with shit. that, wow. which was awesome. And in the meantime, I was trying to figure out how to put out songs that I'd written myself. Cause that was sort of a collaborative thing. And, uh, then I, uh, worked at it for like two years trying to figure out like what the new like identity would be and what I wanted to say, because it started feeling like my twenties were running out and, uh, I had to do something that was uh, more intentional, not just like put a band together and like play rock and roll or something. It, was, it felt like if this is the last band I'm ever going to put together, like it's got to be meaningful. So uh, the name Henry Flower comes from Ulysses. It's the pen name of Leopold Bloom. Uh, and so I think I'm always trying to like find, um, you know, like deeper reasons to do everything so there's always like little hidden easter eggs in there like that i love easter egg yeah me too. who doesn't but there's a whole backstory to henry flower too he's born into a cult right mm. in iowa mm-hmm. and how does that kind of affect the music or the creations that kind of come out of the henry flower mindset is it a mindset is it uh alter ego type of thing or I mean, it's, it's real. It's, that's, that's my life. It's just, um, you know, I, I leave out the parts that are like feel normal and human or something, but that, that like, that was my life. I grew up listening to a lot of like Indian raga music and being like in a very Indian, uh, lifestyle and like surrounded by gurus and reading star charts and just like having a kind of wild upbringing that way. And uh, yeah, I think that's super, I mean, it influences everything I do. Yeah. Yeah. And I could definitely hear a little bit of that. You definitely have a psychedelic vibe mm. to your music and stuff, but there is also like a synthy and kind of also rock vibe Yeah, as well. What kind of influenced you to kind of meld the two and kind of put all these influences together in your music at least on flower rama from what i hear yeah i think it was it's just me being being like um i think initially the project i i think uh i always had projects where i was trying to i was trying to like learn how to be a man in like the modern world 
and still like hold like these masculine uh um kind of tropes like on high without being like an awful like misogynist or like be you know just be like a problem in the world so i was always like trying to be older than i was i just like grew up fast when i was a kid i was on my own when i was 16 things like that and then the when i started henry flower i was really interested in going back and like using my childhood more and and like keep that curiosity of like that you have when you're seven years old, like alive in the music I was making and kind of like bring that back to life. So I think that's, uh, I think it's just curiosity is like super important to me. Yeah. That's definitely something I find too, like kind of looking back when you get older and you yeah. do see it like pretty prominently on some of the tracks on Flowerama, your 2017 EP mm-hmm. little brother is one that stands out to me as a song that I really liked mm-hmm. a lot. And you made a video for it, yeah. which is a lot of, footage of you as a child right yeah what, what was the process like making that video it's uh, really interesting video oh good thank you yeah i don't i feel like i kind of rushed that out and i'm i wasn't sure how many people had actually seen it but um it was just i found a vhs tape i'm like really obsessed with i do a lot of video work and um on the side and uh i found this tape of that my mom's friend made of me living in Iowa, like in the time that like what is the most magical part of my life where, you know, I was like, we were involved with this cult. And so there's just this guy who was like sort of a father figure and he would film me and yeah, he would just take me out and film me like being a kid. And it was amazing. So I have this VHS tape that I, I basically just cut up to the music and tried to like, um, even though it's about like my little brother, it it's about like all little brothers, and I I was like a little kid, you know, so it felt right. Yeah, I could it could feel that definitely. Yeah. It, was fun. it was great, and the song is very powerful too. As are the rest of the songs on mm-hmm. the debut EP Flower Rum. I know you're working on new stuff, which mm-hmm. may be out this year. Oh, possibly. God willing, God willing. Mm-hmm. But tell me a little bit about the recording of Flower Rama came out in June 2017, right? Um, mm. And the writing and recording of it. Um, I basically wrote all the songs. My it was like very much a solo project. There was no band. I used drum machines and re- kind of wrote all the parts. And then I just started asking friends to come in on it, and they recorded a bunch of stuff. And I just like stacked all this material, and then uh, I started a studio in Bushwick with my friend David Groner and he's incredible and still works out of there. But, um, sort of out of helping him build the studio, I was able to like secure a lot of his time to mix in, um, like kind of produce it with me. So he was really, I learned a lot there. He was really critical and I learned like how to be critical of myself. Yeah. I don't know. And it just all came together. Uh, it took like two years and it's only like four or five songs. It's a great four or five songs. So. Great five songs. Yeah. But, and you threw in a live track too, Context, which was recorded at Trans Picos yeah. during a full moon on mm-hmm. a Monday. Mm-hmm. Did you set out when you were playing that show, like, we want to do a live track for the EP, or did it kind of come come about after you liked the way it sounded? Yeah. The, the EP was like pretty much done, and I just felt like this song needed to be, I needed like, I always like when, on a record you the last song is kind of like 
doesn't make any sense and is sort of different than the rest of the record. Um, and especially when it, it's like an acoustic song or something like, uh, on nevermind, there's like that acoustic song with Kurt Cobain, like just singing on a couch, <clears throat> things like that. So that was the idea. But yeah, I just, I was playing the show and I asked everyone to bring out, pull out their phones and record it. So it's that recording oh, wow. is like, it's like 15 different iPhones. Wow. I didn't yeah. know that. That's a really, if you cool listen in headphones. I did a lot of like, you can hear like the crowd coming in and out of like, it's, I don't know. It was just an experiment. And I, frankly, I don't think it sounds that great looking back at it, but I think it was like the intention that was important. It's, it's definitely very cool. I'm someone that listens to a lot of a bootleg audience recordings yeah. from shows and stuff. And it mm. has that vibe. Right. Definitely. Right which is a cool, intimate vibe mm-hmm. that you can only really get from someone just holding up their phone. You right. kind of get the perspective of the audience member. Yeah. So it's definitely very cool. So you're about to go on tour, too, with the Ferdy Main friends of yours, yeah. right? Yeah, dear brother, uh, fellow Aries brother. <laughs> <laughs> and um, is it your first time touring uh, the States with uh, Ferdy Main or as Henry Flower? Um, no, we did a tour together in uh, in 2017, I guess. Uh, right before the EP came out, we did a, like a U.S. tour um, for like a month. So it's kind of like a reunion tour in a way of the two bands going out together. Me and him started our projects around the same time. So we, we I don't know, we've like, we've been pushing each other and and trying to help each other. And I think he's an excellent songwriter in a world full of, uh, there's just like a lot of people who lean on production over songwriting. And I, I feel like he's not one of those people. So yeah, um, I'm excited to go on the road and he'll be playing. Shane will be playing bass with us, uh, which is, he's the Ferdy main, right? He's the Ferdy main. Yeah. (laughs) And he'll be playing bass as well. So that'll be fun. Nice. That's really, really exciting. Mm -hmm. Are you in the, do you play in the Ferdy main? I know you play on that last tour. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. On the last tour I played bass with him, but this time around he's got, uh, Max, AKA spike is on the bass and he's great. He used to play in Henry flower as well. We've both had like 15 people in our bands. So it's just like, at a certain point we've just like all been in each other's projects. <laughs> That's wonderful. Yeah. I'm really happy to hear that. I know and, it feels like community. You're like, wait a minute, what's, what's going on here? And spike is a great bass player's name, uh, by the way. Spike, man. Spike. He really doesn't come off as a spike though. He's like the sweetest, gentlest giant. I, I'm, I know spike. He's you know, spike. Guy. Oh yeah. Spike's guy. been in here before. He's, huh? he's, uh, he's also plays in absolutely yours. Yeah, and uh, low anxiety. Yes. As well, yeah. So that guy's all over the place. I know. Shout out to Spike. We love you. Sh- Spike. Shout out Spike. Spike. We love, love you, you, Spike. Can't wait to be in a van with him for the next like two and a half weeks. It's gonna be great. He's a serious like road dog companion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He seems like he'd be a lot of fun on the road. Yeah. He's yeah. wild. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me what's next for Henry Flower. You you were saying before we got on the air. You're working on a new record. Hope to have it out in 2019. Mm. What can you share about that right now? Uh, there's a lot of songs on the table, and um, it's been a lot of me working with uh, Galen Galen Gatsky. He's he's been playing guitar with us for a long time. Um, 
and he's sort of my right hand man uh, in the studio and on the stage, and he's just really critical, wonderful human. Uh, and he's had like a crazy couple years with health issues and stuff, and I don't know, he's like healthy again. We're going on the road with him, uh, so that's really exciting. But I don't know. I think a lot of it is just me and him going back and forth and. Uh, editing and rewriting songs and demoing them until we like hate them. And then eventually we're talking with uh, producers and stuff. And uh, well, I think we we're trying to find the right way to bring it home, but it's all like, it's all getting there. Yeah. And, and you've mostly recorded it upstate, right? Uh, we did a four songs up there, four or five songs up there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've, I don't know. We've, we've been trying to do a lot of the tracking ourselves, um, in that way, but yeah, otherwise we do it at my apartment. I kind of have like a home studio. Cool. Yeah. Or at Galen's place. We can't wait to hear more Henry flower stuff in 2019. It's the best we've done. It's I'm so excited. It's great. Can't wait to hear it. And you play a lot of those songs live though, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing is, uh, you know, Flowerama we wasn't played live. It was just like a record that came out basically while we were like, and then in the meantime, we were trying to figure out how to play them live. But now we're like going to go on the road with these songs and, you know, really test them out. And then very exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. Thank you. So you're, you are playing tonight a so far sound show, right? In Chinatown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I used to play a lot of those. Uh, it's a good way to like test out material on a crowd that you don't need to promote for and stuff. So that's, uh, that's nice. And, um, yeah, I know. Yeah. So that'll be great. And you kind of strip things down too. So you can, you really can't hide behind like big, big band or something with big drums. Like everybody loves that, but yeah, just acoustic guitar. Like those songs better be good. Very intimate. Yeah. Very cool. And then March 6th, you're playing new Colossus festival kickoff party. Yeah. I hear a lot of those new songs there. Mm-hmm. Shout out to like Miranda and the beat is playing. Yas is playing Cindy, Cindy Kane. Kane. I'll be playing guitar with them. No swoon. No swoon. They're the sweetest. They uh, lent us their um, really nice synthesizer for like a month uh, to work on our That's album. Cool. Yeah. It's really, so you guys are buddies too. We're buddies. I love them. Mm-hmm. They're really them. sweet people. Yeah, Very they really cool. are. And they're just working on a record, too. Yes, they, they are. Yeah. They're it, tracking it right now. They're in the studio. So mm-hmm. can't wait to hear new Henry Flower and new No Swoon yeah. in 2019. Mm-hmm. Shit's going to be I know. Hot. We're racing to the... It's nice to have really ambitious friends. We're all like racing each other, I feel like. Sorry. All right. <laughs> let's, play some, let's play some of your songs. Great. I want to start out with The Mystery Is, which is from your wild... Honey Pie Buzz Session, mm. followed by As Above, So Below, and Little Brother. Great. A song that I really like. Beautiful. I'm glad you like that song. That's a sleeper on the record, I think. Yeah. Deep cut. It's a deep, <laughs> out deep, of the four awesome songs. cut out of the four songs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So here we go. We're going to play some Henry Flower songs, and then we'll be back. The mystery is As Above, So Below, and Little Brother. Sit back, relax, enjoy them. Pretty decent. The mystery is in. 
we're back here with Henry Flower, and we just heard three of his very awesome songs. The Mystery Is, which is unreleased, right? Correct. Well, yeah, just that live version. Just that live version from the Wild Honey Pie Buzz Session. There's also an accompanying video of this buzz session, Mm. which you can find at thewildhoneypie.com. Yeah, they're, they're great. They're good peeps. Then we heard As Above, So Below and Little Brother from Henry Flowers' debut EP, Flowerama. Thanks for sharing those songs, man. Dude, thank you for listening to them. Yeah. If you, you liked them, you can get them at Bandcamp, henryflower.bandcamp.com. No vowels, though. H N R Y F L W R.bandcamp.com. Right. Also available on all streaming services Spotify, Apple Music, probably Title, too. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Pro- probably. Yeah. I don't know. I don't use title. Yeah, neither do I. I just always throw that in there anyway, though. Yeah. Well, I'm sure Jay-Z appreciates it. Um, Jay-Z's a fan. Oh, for wait. Sure. Is it Dr. Dre? No, no it's, it's Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Yeah. You got it. You got it uh, right the first time. Yeah, totally. He's a fan. He's a fan. Yeah. We also got Caleb here. What's up, your manager? Hey. hey. Just <laughs> wanted to say hey to you. Yeah. And now we're transitioning to the second portion of the program where you pick some records from my record collection. And we're going to play them. I was able to bring a couple to them in mm. the middle of the move. But we're mm. starting out with Sunbathing Animal by Parquet Courts. Yes, sir. Love those Parquet Courts. I do. And that record came out um, when I was sort of writing. I was just starting to like write and figure out the Henry Flower stuff. And uh, so I was feeling like I had an identity crisis where I was like really against well, originally when I thought of Henry flower, I wanted it to be like sort of a synth pop band. And then I just, uh, guitars snuck in, but I was being, I was really in this like anti guitar rock phase where I was just, I was so bored with, you know, like yeah. uh, white guys with guitars. Um, and then I heard that record and I was like, God darn it. This is really good. Uh, yeah, it changed my. Yeah, they did something to me too, Parquet Chords. Yeah. When those like first couple of records came out, I was like, mm-hmm. "This is really intense." And and watching them yeah. grow, man, like their their so, their last couple records are insane. They're so good. They've yeah, grown so much. Very different too. Mm-hmm. It's 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 interesting how they've yeah. changed and adapted. I love it. I'm I'm like I'm like proud of them. I yeah. feel like they're my buddies, and I I'm proud of them. Me too. Yeah. Good for you, Parquet Courts. Yeah, good we're, job. We're playing Bodies Made Of to kick it off. Yeah. And then you asked me to pick one, and I was very happy to, of Teenage Fan Club. You asked me to pick my favorite Teenage Fan Club record. Yeah, I don't know. I They keep popping up in my world. And then the other day, I'd, I listened to some, and I was like, man, I this is so cool. I don't, but you know when you realize a band has got like this whole discography and you don't know where to start, and then you just like, you need a friend to guide you. And that's one of those bands. And, and then I saw that in your collection. And, uh, so I was like, hey, maybe I can learn something. I don't want to just talk about what I know. Happy to guide you here. Yeah, thank so you. I picked their what's I guess is considered their like best record, their magnum opus. Okay. Bandwagon-esque came out mm-hmm. in uh, 1992, the same year that Nevermind came out. Ooh. And I think it was controversial because I think a major publication. I will correct myself when I post this on Thursday, if I'm wrong, but I think it was Rolling Stone picked it as the best record of the year. 
and then Nevermind was number two. Oh. So that was really controversial. But it's a really good record. They're um Scottish band yeah. from uh, you know, the northern UK. They mm-hmm. definitely like have this like indie popish kind of sound that's uh, very similar to like college rock bands of the nineteen eighties that were prominent on college rock radio in the United States. Mm-hmm. And it's just really, really good. They've been playing. They played here a couple of years ago. Holy Tunics opened for them. I thought that was Whoa. cool. And I guess the most well-known song, and it's also like probably the best song on the record, is called The Concept. And it's a cool song. It starts out like with a, a status quo reference, which you can get confused for just being like she listens to records by the status quo like oh just like mainstream stuff mm. but the actual references to the band the status quo oh, nice. and it totally like threw me off at first but so it's a great record mm. if you're a fan of you know that sound that kind of like classic indie rock sound mm-hmm. like a pre-pavement sort uh, of sound so it's like a little clean the godfathers of the godfathers yeah it's a little cleaner sounding than like early pavement i'd say cool you know? so right. It's a great record, mm-hmm. and I love Teenage Fan Club. And I'm pretty sure they're playing here soon in the area. Yeah, maybe that's why I keep seeing yeah. their name or something. And there's a lot of, like, I feel like there's 10 bands with the word teen in them. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, local band Teen just put out a new record, mm-hmm. that trio. So, yeah, a lot of teens. Mm-hmm. That's a cool band word to have yeah. in your band name right now. Yeah, it's... it's uh, it's uh, everyone likes teens, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it's and popular. So we got Teenage Fan Club up second. And then after that, Elliot Smith XO. It's a total classic record. I know. I I love it. Yeah. yeah. Part of me was like, I want to pick uh, like obscure things so that I seem. And, you know, there's a bunch of records I knew and it's a bunch of records I didn't know. But I don't know. I mean, if we're talking about Henry Flower and like my development as a musician, that Elliot Smith was like the first pop person who was like making acoustic music uh, that was like pure pop that was cool and that wasn't made in the 60s and 70s or something. It was just, it was so, it's like so punk rock the way that he was making pop and that. And the fact that he like did home recordings and stuff and did everything himself was like super inspiring when I was a a wee lad. Yeah. So that's good. Mm -hmm. Excellent choice. Yes. And then to wrap it up, we have Iggy Pop, Lust for Life. Mm -hmm. I mean, I could, we could do a whole show on this. That, that record is so good. I mean, it's, it's his like first pop record really which is funny for a guy named Miggy Pop. But, uh, you know, David Bowie, like, wrote a lot of it and produced it, so that's, you get, like, this double whammy feel, uh, you know, you get, like, a secret Bowie record. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, the title track. Also, I found out, like, not long ago that, because they're, like, Iggy Pop is maybe one of the best performers of all time, in my opinion, he's just like so infectious live. And for him to like, every time they play lust for life, it's just not that good. I think they've like knocked that recording out of the park so hard that 
there's no way anyone can match up to it. And I couldn't figure out why. And then I realized it was a Motown sample, like that drum beat. The dun, 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 dun. <laughs> that's just um, like an obscure Motown sample. Like that's why they can't ever do it live. It's just a Motown guy. It's a great sample. Yeah. And to be sampling in the sixties is like, whoa, good job. I think it's, or was that the seventies? I don't know when 70s, it came out. Yeah. Early. Yeah. yeah. Great. Great song. Great record. So let's do it. Let's do it. Parquet courts, teenage fan club, Elliot Smith, Iggy pop. Hmm. Chill, listen to him, and we'll be back.
Cause Oh, we haven't thought to film Drive a GTO Wear a uniform A lot of government loan I'm worth a million in prizes Yeah, I'm throwing sleeping on the sidewalk No more beating my brains No more beating my brains With a liquor and drugs With a liquor and drugs Well, I'm just a modern guy Of course I had it in the ear before Cause I've lost for life listening to look at my records on radio free brooklyn everyone i hope you had a good time enjoying henry's picks we just wanted to come back real quick to wrap up and then we're going to play elliot smith to end the program you're about to head on tour yes sir heading on tour with the ferdy main and you'll be playing on march 6th part of the new colossus festival at pianos Yes, and uh, on the tour we're doing a day trotter session too, so that'll be fun. Oh, that's really exciting! Look yeah. forward to hearing that pace day trotter session. Yes, that's incredible. That's really yeah. awesome. Yeah, we're cooking and with gas, gas, and you could see Henry Fired at South by Southwest if you're heading down there. But mm. man, thanks again. It was so nice Dude, to hang out. What with a you pleasure! Here. I it took too long to make happen, but the timing's great. So thank you for having us. You're very welcome. And we're finishing with I Didn't Understand 
by Elliot Smith. We'll see y'all next week. I didn't understand I didn't